Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Right now. I'm wearing headphones, rocking it back old school radio days. How about that? And somebody said it looks like I'm plugged into a Walkman. And I remember when I got my first Walkman. Because my brothers and I had to share it. And I was the youngest, so how, how often do you think I got it? And you had your case of cassettes, and then people started to crap on your music selection. And I'm like, then bring where's the... How many times did we have conversation at parties? This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Welcome to our two of the RP show, everybody. Lovingly brought to you by Great Western Original 15 Beer. And if you're watching, you can see that we're in a new locale. It's the first of many, many shows at Great Eagle Resort in Calgary. Sakina, First Nation, just southwest of Calgary. Of Stony, of Coachella, actually. And we're bringing back in hour two. We got the moose with us. The moose is loose, but he is playing hurt. He's playing <laughs> under protest. Moose, tell the viewers what happened this morning. I'm starting to worry about you. I'm worried about me too. I hurt my back and I'm not sure what happened. I was leaning down. I must have been leaning down to pick something up, but my upper back shooting pain, like really sharp. And it's tough to move around. But I feel like we might have to take you down to the saddle dome and get you some dome beers. Shoot that thing up, man. Ah, man. Uh, so welcome all of the Cal viewers, but we welcome all of the viewers from everywhere here on Game Plus Television. We're live across the country on Game Plus Television. And here in Alberta, it's carried on Telesoptic TV, same as BC on Telesoptic TV. Uh, the equivalent, Sastel Max in Saskatchewan, Bell MTS in Manitoba. But if you don't have that as your cable provider, we welcome those watching on YouTube Live. And listen, the Oiler fans are fairly quiet. But our analytics show us that they're watching. They're just not commenting. I can figure it out. Other than they like they've got nothing to say. And God knows the Elks fans don't have a lot to say either. But just in the break, I noticed that Miko Koskinen will start Thursday night for the Edmonton Oilers against the Florida Panthers. Moose and I will be at the Saddle Dome Tuesday night when the Florida Panthers come into town to take on the Flames. And like I say, I can't wait to see Adeline, the senior VP of communications for the Florida Panthers. She is going to flip her lid when she sees me in the press box after so many goes down in Florida. So a lot of topics table. We're talking about NHL, uh, NFL wildcard playoff weekend and your thoughts coming out of those. Everybody's got thoughts. Um, also, we are divulging more and more details as we go. The deal is 56 shows from Grey Eagle. Is it not, Moose? Is that not what the deal is? 56 shows? 56 nights, that's for sure. Okay, 56 nights. So, because that's kind of blown everybody's skirt up in the comment section. They're like, what? And it's broke up into blocks of two weeks, so it's not straight. And I see Jeff, the Stamps fan, saying, so you're not going to Super Bowl in Los Angeles? Yes, we are going to Super Bowl in Los Angeles, and we're broadcasting live from there, but then we're coming back to Calgary and broadcasting from Gray Eagles. So don't sit there and worry your precious little head. <laughs> Just sit back and let us entertain you because that's what we do here and be part of the discussion. All I can tell you that is it's very, very exciting what we're doing in this life that we're leading. And coming in here on Saturday night for the MMA event was just a man hanging out with Cyborg. What did you say, Moose? Kim Coates to Cyborg to Jeff Reinbold. Oh, yeah. It's not a bad life. It's a lot of fun, actually. 
That's pretty cool. Um, I get this. John in Edmonton is wide awake, and he's writing in with a machine gun of comment. It's like WH trade deadline is today, Rod. John's really trying to get my attention. So I've read your comment, John, and that's the only comment I'm going to read for today. I am not that interested in the WHL trade deadline but for this reason. It's been such a mishmash of a season. I almost wonder why even having a trade deadline. Now, I understand, having worked in the league long enough, the Western Hockey League, yeah, coaches and GMs going nuts about it. But I'm sitting over here on media fan side now going, get through the season, boys. The Pats hadn't had a game since January 1st until Sunday when they beat the Moose Jaw Warriors 7-1. And I understand it. What was it, Darren? A couple of, it's like 256 players changed hands on the trade deadline day. Picks and players. Something obscene. Right. And the WHL GMs were like, no, 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 we'll never do that again. Then I think the next year they did even more. So I'm just, just get, just play the games, okay? And now my Pats sit 10th, and I really only look up to see how the Pats are doing. Sorry to say. Who's the contender? Who's going to, is it Winnipeg's going to be making deals? I see the Winnipeg viewers have chimed in saying they're hitting refresh, refresh, refresh to see what Winnipeg's doing. They don't even need to do anything. The, the WHL isn't like it used to be. Yeah. When Kelly McCrimmon would pull the trigger on that huge deal. To get Brian McCabe or, well, he had Wade Redden, right? Or whomever. Like, right. We don't want those days anymore, do we? Not at that scale, but still there a little bit. I think that's what fans are waiting for, right? They're waiting for that deal. You know, Winnipeg is the top team in the country, but you can always be better, right? We can always get a, for sure. an asset. So you're waiting to see because you don't want to go into the playoffs with any uncertainty as a fan base. You want to know we're going to win the whole thing. You know, Edmonton's pretty good. Kamloops is good. We know about the top teams. Um, you know, what's a team like Saskatoon going to do that are kind of in the mix or just outside Brandon? Um, it'll be fun to watch to see what happens. But I'm with you. This year, it feels less about me sitting here being like, who's in, who's in first, who's in second, who's winning? More that, hey, they're playing in there. You know, it feels more like uh, that's what we're uh, sitting on the edge of our seat about is, are they going to play or not? So um, hopefully they get through the season. Hopefully. You know, your team makes a deal if you want them to make a deal, and uh, everybody has a good time. Um, BW watching on YouTube says, can we hear the RP text line jingle more so I can get the big time jingle out of mind? Uh, I think it's coming in our next commercial block, the ad for the text line, which I haven't even opened up the 902 text line yet. We're When we do these shows, it's a little like we're camping, right? So it's like, ah, I forgot the craft dinner. Exactly. You know what I'm, I'm, So I'll go and pick some up. So we'll get there. Um, somebody said, who's, who's performing here at Gray Eagle this week? They, I can't remember who it is. Somebody wrote, there's a lot of comments coming in today. I don't know who's performing this week. I can tell you this. I think everybody has performed here at Gray Eagle. Now, Moose said, forgive me, and I will get to sports talk in a minute, but Moose said, oh, George Strait hasn't performed here. Patience, Grasshopper. This thing, this place opened in 2016, 2017. George hasn't been touring since, Moose, okay? Now, to be fair, I asked if he had played here because I'm looking around at all Is that these... how you said it? Because yeah. I didn't hear it like that. So I, well, I, I know. I'm looking around. <laughs> I was trying to find George's guitar. I was wondering if maybe in his last years of touring, he had maybe made a stop. Okay, I didn't hear it that way. <laughs> so I apologize to you. 
But there's a story, like I'm, I was walking with Trace Adkins, Papa Roach, Huey Lewis in the news, Billy Bob Thornton. It's like, who hasn't played here? But Moose is like, well, George Strait hasn't played here. But George stopped touring. Yeah. And there's an interesting story behind that. Just give me 30 seconds. My cousin Robin is about as large a George Strait fan as me. And George's last concert ever going to be in San Antonio. And she went to it. But I was trying to find a way to get to San Antonio. It's George Strait's last concert. I got to be there. I'm trying to find flights. Riders were opening camp Sunday in Saskatoon. The concert was Saturday. I'm like, how am I going to get from San Antonio to Saskatoon by 8 a.m. Sunday? Can't be done. Ended up not going. I missed it. Was crestfallen. Robin brought me back a uh, one of those plastic cups, Darren, and a yep. poster. It was very nice. Robin, who lives here, by the way, in Calgary. And then, like a couple years later, George Strait announced that he's doing a residency in Las Vegas. I th no can't remember where. What if I'd broken my back getting to San Antonio for your last show, and then you go and end up and doing more shows? So now I don't even want care to go see him in, New in Vegas. I've seen him three times live anyways. So he's supposed to be done touring, Darren, and that's why he's not here at Grey Eagle, but he only goes to Las Vegas if he's going to do any shows. And now you know the rest of the story. So will we know when Straight actually does his last show? Will we know his last shows? And can we believe show? him when he does? That's yeah, the point. Exactly. Like, I love him. But come on, George. Huh? And I don't think Robin regrets going. Just saying. Yes, uh, they're saying, oh, yeah. Now we got people Googling what's going on at Griego. Letterkenny live on tour March 5th. Letterkenny, when they were in Regina last time, uh, they got a message to Letterkenny that I'd something. Well, we're trying on the show. That's was. And then they're going to bring into their show. And it ended up falling apart. Maybe it'll happen here. Ooh. I'm a big Letterkenny fan. Oh, and by the way, Nelson writes in and says, uh, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, he says, marketing, it does strange things to people. I'm not sure what that really means. But just one point on the CFL Leger poll last week, the Leger poll with 3% of respondents saying they are diehard CFL fans. We have CFL fans writing into this show. Ah, but let's talk about the other leagues. And when I meant to come back on that, and I'll just say this. And I'm not going to rant on it, Darren. I'm not going to freak okay. out. But what that reminds me of is this. When I was with the Pats for many, many years, and we were really bad for many, many years, and ownership, I won't say whom, but on those hundreds of thousands of miles across the western Gideon highways, well, we, but the blades are worse. Look at the, the blades have had less wins than us. We're talking about the blades, okay? We're talking about us and how much we suck. Stop pointing out the only team that's been the only team out of the 11 in our conference been worse than us is them. Well, they've been worse than us, so we're not the worst. That's, what, that's the sense I get with the CFL poll. Oh, only 3%. Well, let's talk about the other leagues. No, let's talk about you and why you can't sell tickets and why the brand's declining and why the youngsters don't care about you anymore. That's my... Did you, do you see the parallel? Am I completely Look, out to lunch or... This team is worse than we are. They suck, right? Yeah, but you still suck. It doesn't, doesn't make you not suck, right? I mean, yeah. It's, it's a deflection. It's a tactic, right? It's a tactic. No, they actually believed it. They didn't know what they were doing. 
They actually believe we're not the worst. So we're not the worst. We're not the worst. Hey, hey, I don't think they throw parades for not being the worst team in the league. Uh, but they're all getting their Christmas bonus. And you wonder you're not how, in last place. How some operations just suck the life out of you. Which reminds me with this job now, if George Strait was playing tomorrow in Shanghai, you'd let me go. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I wanted to. Yeah. People wonder why I don't want to be handcuffed to a team anymore. God, they just, they're never going to get it. Oh, and Jason and Red Deer, by the way, says Pam Tillerson, Lori Morgan, February 11th. That is the Grits and Boots tour or something like that. Are we here February 11th? No, no we're at Super Bowl. We're at Super Bowl. We get back the next day. Shoot, Pam, tell us. Lori Morgan, that'd be great. Pizza, ice cream. Pizza, <laughs> ice cream. They're both good. They're, bo <laughs> They're both good. Yeah. Well, we haven't talked about any sports, really, <laughs> in this segment. We can come back and talk about it with Theo. Yeah. Uh, Don goes on to say, the guy that started me on this rant, he goes, I thought you weren't going to rant. It just pisses me off that they won't acknowledge what their problems are. And this whole idea, just give me the 60 seconds that are left with this. I see the Twitter uh, accounts, man. The, oh, let's talk about what the CFL needs to change. And I'll put a pull up about, why are we talking about that? Like, they're the CFL. Nothing needs to change with the CFL from a rules standpoint. It's all in my Monday column. But they've completely sucked all the life out of the league, all the color out of the league, all the personality out of the league. They think they're the NFL, but they're not. They don't want to acknowledge what they are. And the people that aren't in the league anymore, of which I'm in that group, and there's a large group of very accomplished men and women who have gone on to different and dare say better than sitting back until the CFL acknowledges what it is and that it has a problem, it's never going to be able to be, begin the recovery effort. And the other thing is there's a lot of people in high-profile jobs in the CFL that don't even know what the history of the CFL is. We had a commissioner that didn't even know, for God's sakes, and that they fired him two years too late. There's a lot of people in place that don't even know the history of the league, and they're calling the shots. How's that going to work out? So I'm over it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. When we come back, Rams, Knowles, Stewart, Skinner's got COVID. I'm over it. You're watching the RP Show live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You are looking live at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Brand new week in the RP show. Take care of biz. Has BT Oprah been here most? I believe so. Let's be bringing the mood. Taking care of biz. Yeah, to him. Asking you shall receive my good friend Sheldon Leschamps, director of entertainment here at Great Eagle, ran out of his cage here in the break <laughs> and said, Do you guys not have the list of people coming up here? I said, What I say? Grits and boots. Not yeah, gr grits and boots tour. I said <laughs> grits and glamour tour. February the eleventh. Coming to Grey Eagle Resort and you know the country music royalty. Pam Tellison, Lori Morgan. Uh, what part of no? Don't you understand? 
Pam Tillis. Don't tell me what to do. Do you know those songs? Yeah, I know know Pam Tillis. Mel's, Mel's daughter. Winners of the Grammy Award and highly celebrated by celebrated by critics. They're known for melodic voices and incredible shows. Ladies and gentlemen, Pam Tillis and Lori Morgan bring their Grits and Glamour Tour to the Great Eagle Event Center on Friday, February the 11th. Tickets still available at Ticketmaster.ca. Are you not doing a rush game that night or that weekend? Nope. The February 11th? I don't believe so. Okay. All I know is I'm going to be in Los Angeles at Super Bowl. I'm o- I only worry about myself. <laughs> a lot of people should try that. And then Foreigner, March 19th and 20th. Come sing along with your all-time favorite rock band, Foreigner. Two shows, March 19th and 20th, at the Great Eagle Event Center. Foreigner, the hits on tour, the biggest classic rock tour of 22. We got the Beach Boys, April 14th. Buddy Guy, April 30th. It's George Thurgood, May 6th. Rockin' and rollin' here at Grey Eagle. By the way, Hour 2 of the program is brought to you by Original 16. Extra smooth, extra refreshing. Find Original 16 at a store near you today. Available all across Western Canada. Great Westerns, Original 16. To the actual sports talk, and thanks for bearing with me through all of that. On this Monday... RP daytime sports. Williams watching in Lloyd Minster, Canada's only border city. He says, Hey, Rod, <clears throat> William from Lloyd here. I'm sick today that our Cowboys got beat, but I'm getting used to it. And this CFL thing about this poll, marketing and getting the playoffs on CTV or something better than just TSN if you want more eyeballs. But nothing's wrong with the rules. That's from William on the 902 line. Pick up the phone and text RP. Rod Peterson at 902-58-3033. I, I don't mind the morphing of the CFL and NFL talk. I don't, Darren. And you were driving, so you weren't on your phone yesterday. But the this talk between CFL and NFL, NFL was actually nauseating to me. Can we not just enjoy the NFL playoffs? Why are we dragging the CFL into this? But the one thing that I thought was, everybody says, oh, TSN, the cable network for our viewer, American viewers that don't know what we're talking about. They only air the CFL Plus games. The over-the-air network, CTV is like the NBC, CBS, ABC. Why not put all the CFL games on the over-the-air? Why are we, why are we just waiting for Grey Cup, Darren? And I do want right. to get around to hockey here, but you know, why stop there? Why is the CFL not putting their foot down and saying, we want our games on CTV? You're doing it with the NFL games would be a nice start it? it would be a nice start it absolutely would be but that you know to me screams a little bit <clears throat> about the value of the product and you know Media, I can't, I can't speak because i'm not in those meetings or those conversations but they clearly don't see it as a valuable enough product to put on the ctv network which has more viewership than tsn right that's a bigger network ctv is a, is a much larger network um it's not a niche sports network like tsn is um so the value of the programming that's on CTV during CFL games, well, obviously that's more valuable than putting a CFL game on that. And that's and, time and what does that say? Goes back to the discussion of uh, the CFL, I don't think, wants to hear the truth. I just opened up the 902 text line and it's full. <laughs> Ron in Calgary writes in and says, thanks again for tickets to the MMA. It was awesome. It was awesome. Right over my shoulder here. Moose, you've barely been in town. I'll take you for a tour. Yes, place please. When we're done here. Just over my other side of this wall is the huge event center, which seats thousands. And that's where the event 
was the other night. Palace Athena Women World's Fighting Championships. I think when they have their second card, it'll be here too. And I'd like to think we would be here too. Uh, on the topic of William and the, the and Lloyd about the Cowboys, our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, which team gets out of the first round first? The Dallas Cowboys or the Toronto Maple Leafs? And as we sit here today into hour two of the show, the Leafs now lead with 53% of the vote. It's like a 50-50 proposition. I voted for the Cowboys to get out of the first round first. He voted for the Leafs to get out of the first round first. I guess we'll see. Jack Fulton watching in Vulcan, Alberta. Regarding a discussion about our hour two guest, Theron Fleury, coming up later on this hour. Jack says, Theo wasn't amazing. He was absolutely outstanding and should be in the Hall of Fame without a doubt. What he accomplished on the ice was Hall of Fame worthy, but what he overcame after hockey was something the NHL should be not only supporting Theo in, but should be hiring to help other NHL players in their struggle. Yeah, I don't get it. I'll never get it. And I love Gino Red. I've been around Gino a lot. We worked the World Juniors together, but I'll never forget Gino saying on SportsCenter one time, Theo's not in the Hall of Fame because of the stigma. The hair didn't just raise on the back of my neck, Darren. It raised on my back. And anywhere else. My hackles got up, and I don't even know what a hackle is. Because he's the victim of child sex abuse. It's his fault. Got it. Corey watching in the sweatpants capital, who incidentally texted at 11, 11 a.m. Hi. Are you going to have Bo Levi Mitchell on the show? What do you think, Moose? I, I'm leaving that up to producer Clark. Wouldn't it be some of this door flew open and Bo Levi Mitchell walked through? I think it would be what the CFL needs the most. Mm -hmm. This offseason is Bo Levi Mitchell on the RP show live at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. Wouldn't what do that you be something? What do you think? Now, I have heard that he might not be in town. What? Where'd you hear that? Um, but I don't know if that's true, and I can't remember where I heard that. Okay. So, dude. How credible is it? Dude. But if he is, we're, we're going to be here for 56 days. We've got a long time to make this happen. Maybe he's not here now, but that's not to say he's never going to be here. That's right. Um, I want to say something more. Mm, just perusing the comments, and none of, them have, none of them have tickled my fancy. So, back to us. Sitting around a table the other night at the MMA after party, which, as I say, after parties always at least as entertaining as the event themselves. The, well, I, I realized, ah, my mind's going off in all these places. I'm realizing, A, that all the experiences in my life have set me up for where I am exactly right now. 20 years with the Rough Riders, 15 with the Pats, 17 in the Western Hockey League overall, the recovery work, the MMA work. I'm sitting there around this table. I kind of walked into the after party going, Darren, I'm not really the biggest MMA guy. Are they going to even welcome me? Right. And of course, I sit down at a table and I know the referees and the announcers and the, some of the contestants and the judges because of past shows that I'd done. See what I'm saying? Like it's all coming together. And but a lot of them were Calgary people. And to say they were 
They were chortling, as I put in my Monday morning goalie column, which, by the way, do you know what chortling means to chortle? To laugh gleefully. Okay. They're laughing gleefully at the Edmonton Oilers down here in Calgary. And I don't think Edmonton cares because they got big fish to fry. I don't think they care how they're being perceived in Calgary right now. But as I put in my column this morning, the Monday morning goalie at rodpeterson.com, I don't think the Oilers come out of this. I.e., I think they missed the playoffs. Wow. That's what I see. What do you think? Well, yeah, and as you're thinking and you're talking about that, it, it has me thinking, you know, back to their hot start. And I'm, and I'm like, but those Oilers aren't going to make the playoffs that were so good and dominant? Still the same team. But look, same team. And, you know, you see that it takes a little bit of time and coaches have figured them out, right? And here's how we can attack the Oilers. And here's the areas we need to focus on. And we'll let those guys do their thing and we're going to win hockey game. And they figured it out. You know, and they've been able to contain McDavid and Dreisaitl a little bit. And, you know, when that happens, it's tough for everybody else to get going. So maybe coaches have figured them out. And maybe they're not going to snap out of this. That's possible. From some of the viewers here, uh, Oleg watching in Winnipeg says, I think Rod just called MMA fighters contestants. Rod's so funny. I would call anybody contestant. I, I initially didn't think I called them contestants, but upon review, I might have. I don't know what the, the MMA feeling is, but it's very... We've been around boxing people, you and I, quite a bit, and they don't want to be called fighters. No, that's... That's kind of where it comes in, right? fights, you got to call them boats. They're boats. They're contests. Right. It's athletes. It's the two combatants. It's competitors. Yeah, it's... That's why I said it. Yeah. But I'm past worrying about my comments being torn apart and second, third, and fourth guest. Just keep watching. I'll do the talking, okay? <laughs> Here come the order fans. Kevin Olin says, not sure if the Flames have any place to laugh. They may not make the playoffs. In my time... <laughs> What are you laughing about? I need to see you getting ready. Well, in my time, I I want to save it for the book, but I'm a little like Henry Burris. Like Henry wanted to tell the story of why he left the Rough Riders. And I said, Henry, we need to write the book now, back when it happened in 05. Nobody cares anymore. At some point, nobody's going to care about my history with the Calgary Flames. That's right. Maybe I just spill it out on this show or hold it inside. I'm not sure, but... You know, the Flames know, they know. Yeah. And we get along great because uh, I'm going to be with them tomorrow night. It's all set up. But here in Calgary, there were certain people with the Flames that as long as they finished ahead of the orders, is all they cared about. And that's a bit of a problem. I think that speaks to what some of the culture issues with the Calgary Flames that I don't think are there anymore or are certainly lessening, lessening and being eradicated. You got to get rid of that kind of way of thinking. In Edmonton, they don't care about the Flames. They don't. It's because we've spent a lot of time around them. We've got a lot of great friends there. Dave Tippett, really good friend of mine. It's the way of thinking, though. Dave's not really wrapped up in that Oiler-Edmonton way of thinking, right? Right. But a lot of folks up there still are. But the Oilers, it's, it's Stanley Carr, Boston, and it always is. 
hasn't always been that way with Calgary. As long as we finish ahead of Edmonton, we're fine. Right. And so that's the thing with Kevin. He's like, well, the Flames better not laugh. But the fans, they're always going to laugh because that's the way they're wired to think here. And right now, they've got reason to. You can't really fault them for that, can you? No, you can't. I mean, that's, that's a big part of what they try and accomplish. That's a winning season if you beat Edmonton, right? I mean, obviously, they want to win Stanley Cups and they want to get into the playoffs and everything else. But for a fan base who hasn't won a lot in terms of Cups, you got to take what you can get. Uh, John Ohm watching in Winnipeg says the battle of Alberta, some of the best hockey ever. Sure. Are we talking about the eighties? Are we talking about now? Are we talking about Mike Smith, Cam Talbot? What are we talking about here? Because the battle of Florida right now is way better. It's way better. They hate each other more right now. They hate each other more. These two teams now and games are better. Oh, uh, listen, I'm going to let you go, Moose. Some are asking for your take on tennis, if you can believe. I don't know if you've seen that or not. I have. Oh, you have? Well, I've seen the tennis. You haven't seen that people want your thoughts on no, it? No, I haven't. Okay, so when you come back for overtime, we'll talk about that and more. Great. Okay. Theron Fleury coming in next. We are watching, uh, we are broadcasting live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. Shoot, why not all of Alberta? It's the greatest place I've been. We are live on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. We're live at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. Calgary's entertainment destination. And I always love being the face of this. I love hearing his name. Theron Fleury, NHL great, Saskatchewan great, Pride of Oxbow's basket. I missed today on video. And there's a lot of things to get into with you, Theo. You know, I, a few interviews ago, I said, I wanted your take on the NHL and the Flames. And you're like, well, I'm not really following it. And I didn't get it at the time. But now it's like me with the Riders and the CFL. I'm not really following it. And people can't really get their head around that. So as I'm sitting right. here today, what's on your mind, pal? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, it's just, you know, we're, we're living in one of the most challenging times in, you know, our lifetime. And, uh, you know, I, I spend most of my days, you know, talking people off the ledge. You know, people have had enough. and. Um, you know, uh, their, their mental state of, of trying to stay present and, you know, not really try to think about, you know, where we're headed or where we're going. And so, you know, it's, uh, it, it it's the craziest time that I've been, you know, alive. And, and uh, I you know, directly seeing that, you know, on an every, on an, you know, on an everyday basis, especially, you know, when I've sort of put myself out there to to say to people, if, you know, if you have nobody to talk to or, you know, you're struggling or whatever's going on, uh, you know, I, I always make myself available to those kind of people. Well, you're a certified recovery coach like me. We went through the same academy. And here's like, what do you got now? 14 years, Theo? Or are you 15 yet sober? What are you at? Uh, let me check my little ticker. You're out. out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, hang on. Oh, shit. Hang on. I'll check mine. 
Yeah. 5,964 days. 5,964 days, which is just a little over 16 years. So, 16, man, it kind of goes. My 2,547 days here, and I'm just yeah. shy of seven years. And the reason, the reason I bring that up, Theo, is you and I know how to live one day at a time, sort of float, take things as they yeah. go. So, we've survived this. Most people don't. <laughs> so, I'm just. They've done a pretty remarkable job not coming unglued to this point, wouldn't you say? Because right. I don't—I couldn't have handled it the way I was before. Yeah. Well, what we, we, we what we would have done before was, you know, go back to our coping mechanisms, right? Which is drugs, alcohol, food, sex, gambling. You know, work, workaholism. You know, all these things. And so, you know, I feel you know very blessed and fortunate that you know i have a completely different toolbox now but uh you know even for me a guy that um you know not only helps people but you know i have my own struggles you know it's been it's been challenging you know and uh but uh you know i, I and I'm, a, I'm the kind of guy that, you know, will try anything. And so, you know, there's a lot of suggestion out there with, you know, uh, a lot of people are doing 5D meditation now and, uh, you know, all these cool things. I, I've really sort of got it, gotten into, you know, the meditating part. Um, you know, obviously it's not... Uh, it's not a... Uh, it's not golf season, which, you know, is probably uh you know the happiest time of of the year for me because i'm always outside i'm always golfing whatever but now that it's cold and and whatnot you know uh i haven't been able to be very active and you know in the mental health space uh they say movement is you know one of the best things you can do uh when you're struggling with with uh you know mental health challenges and for me because i suffer from depression especially in the winter time it's been really hard for me to you know uh get into some sort of exercise routine uh that you know exponentially will help me feel better i want to thank the viewers for their comments and saying congratulations on the recovery and it's Thanks for the comments. Jack in Vulcan, Alberta. I, I think you know Jack Fulton. He's written in. He says, Theo, thank you, in all caps, from the bottom of my heart for what you've overcome and for what you do for others. It's hard to be thick-skinned without becoming hard-hearted. You rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, um, <laughs> you know what I find interesting about, um, you know, social media is, is, you know, every arena that I went into when I played, I booed, like booed, hated, uh, pissed people off, you know, all these things. And so, you know, I don't know why people uh, are so up in arms because, you know, I've sort of dug in my heels and, and uh, you know, really, uh, you know, I know what I believe in. I know, you know, uh, I haven't been through this journey to, uh, you know, not come up with ideas and thoughts and all that and so you know people are surprised now that uh, that i do that on social media as well I'll, I'll say this though i concentrate on the supporters you know those are the right. ones that i carry yeah. with me and you know that i'm yeah. that with you and clearly jack is with you you have your supporters too um For but sure. i gotta say this to you this is what i gotta say i went to that dinner in delisle with you and uh larock and George Dennis and Dennis Hall. Yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't believe, I thought you're up there telling 
Pat's warrior story. And I'm like, I've tried to do your hockey stories. Nobody cares. You had the place rolling. <laughs> and I'm like, you, I guess you can tell junior hockey stories at a bank. It was so funny. Sure. You talk about, you're like, I was, in, I was the head of marketing for the Moose Jaw Warriors in the 80s. Remember, <laughs> tell, tell the viewers some yeah. of that, man. That was hilarious yeah. stuff. Well, you know, we came to Moose Jaw basically with, uh, I don't even know how many rookies on that team, probably 15 of them. But, you know, there was Kelly Buckberger and Mike Keenan. Mark McKay and Kent Hayes and Brian Walker. So, you know, we were kind of, we had, we had super old guys and super young guys. And so we came to Moose Jaw and, uh, you know, it was, it was a built-in rivalry with Regina. And so the first game we played was in Moose Jaw in the crush can. And uh, Regina came as the number one rated team in Canada at that time. I think it was like eight to 10 games in the season. And uh, we beat them. We beat them six, I think it was six, four. But what happened was we had a bench clearing brawl that sort of set up the rivalry for eternity. And uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, you know, and Moose Jaw, we were a small market team. Uh, you know, I think first year we might have averaged 1,400 people a game. But when Regina's there, you know, there are people seeing the aisles and the fire marshal guy, uh, you know, stopped answering his phone that night. And uh, and so the rivalry was set set in stone. And so, you know, I knew uh, before every game that we played against Regina that I needed to say something stupid in the paper so that both buildings would be sold out because people would want to come and see what was going to happen. And, and uh, you know, so uh, that's why I said I was not only was I a player, but I was a marketing guy too. And, uh, you know, quickly figured out how the media worked and, and uh, you know, how, how important it was to, you know, to get people to come out to those games. When the beautiful part about my job is I get to talk to all you guys. And I've been in Florida the last mm -hmm. two months watching Stu Grimson on NHL Network. And I was with Grimmer doing a, a thing in Estevan. And I said, Theo said that he called you a meathead in the leader post. And Stu's eyes rolled in the back of his head. This was like a year and a half ago. <laughs> He's still mad about it. Oh, it's oh, easy yeah. to get at some guys, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and then I ended up playing with Stu in Salt Lake City. Right in the minors, I was a rookie in the minors, and Stu was uh, coming up as well. And and uh, you know, he, he, him, and I used to go at it in, in practice all the time because I'm sure our coach Paul Baxter went to him before practice and said, you know, I want you to beat the crap out of Theo in practice because we need to get him toughened up, right? And so Stu and I end up having six swinging fights in practice, you know, so. <laughs> But you, you uh, must have looked like know. Bert and Ernie uh, together oh, yeah. going at each other. But but what a what a great teammate! What a great guy! What a smart guy! What an intelligent guy Stu is! And uh, you know, um, I'll never forget. You know when uh, when we called him up and uh, went into Edmonton and he beat up Dave Brown. And they basically gave the, they gave Stu the keys to the city of Calgary. And then uh, I just happened to be on the ice when both those two guys stepped over the boards. And I said to the ref, I said, look out, this is going to be epic. And uh, 
Dave Brown ended up hitting him with probably 50 or 60 unanswered lefts and caved the right side of his face in and Stu Stu had a screw sticking out of his eye for about six weeks, uh, you know, recovering from, from that fight. So, um, but, <laughs> you know, just a great teammate, great guy. And, uh, you know, I always respected those guys that, you know, came into the league and, uh, you know, made themselves into uh, players, you know, because for a guy like me who was getting you know, extra special attention on a nightly basis, you know, it was always nice to have those guys, you know, that, that stepped in and said, you know, yeah, you, you can't touch still tonight. And if you steal, then, you know, you have to deal with me. So it gave me a lot more room on the ice and, and, uh, you know, I always sort of, um, gravitated towards the tough guys, you know, uh, Sandy McCarthy, um, you know, to this day is one of my, best friends and one of my best teammates I ever played with and you know we ended up playing together in New York and and uh when I was having all those <laughs> all those struggles and tough times and and uh you know he took me under his wing and and he's one of the biggest reasons why I made it to the Olympics in 2002 because we roomed together on the road and and uh you know he 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 looked after me and made sure that uh you know I kept it on the straight and narrow we needed uh, guys like that. Sometimes we still do. Unfortunately, we're out of time. I could go on all day. I would just say this. We had Jeff Reinbold last hour, Theo. And I, I know you're a CFL fan or have been. Jeff's the yeah. special teams coordinator with the Alouettes. He says, can you please tell Theo, I know nothing about hockey, but he was my favorite player in the NHL. His whole <laughs> career. He wanted to pass that along. He said he loved the way That's you played. Awesome. So I well, did that. I Theo, this is all I, I wanted. Appreciate just, that. Yeah. 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 Well, enjoy enjoy your time in Calgary. And uh, are you going to the game while you're here? Yeah, I'll be there tomorrow night. Yeah, I'll be there tomorrow cool. night. I'll shoot well, enjoy, you. Enjoy enjoy the game. Yeah. Enjoy Calgary, and uh, try to get out to the mountains if you can. I will. Thanks, Theo. Appreciate it, buddy. The great Theo Fleury joining us here in Cowtown. We got overtime coming up next live at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. You're watching on on uh, Game Television, YouTube Live, and 24 Hour Sports Video at RodPeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. This is it. Overtime, proudly presented by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the National Hockey League. And the UFC, why do they keep replaying the Cowboys game over there at the sports bar? Oh, here at the Gray Eagle. Anyways, I told Moose to take her time off. I handle it. You and me, the viewers, and me, the rest of the way here in overtime. There isn't a lot of time left anyways. And it is taco time, viewer takeover time. We will be awarding a $50 gift card to the commenter of the week. Have the comment of the week. No taco or burrito or Mexi fry references, please. Just this week alone. Let's keep it to sports. That's how we started it. And uh, But Jeff, the Stamps fan, won last week's gift card. We will be hand-delivering to him here at the Gray Eagle this week. Which reminded me, I apologize. Some viewers did show up here today. If you were watching earlier, I was alerted that people were here. So I ran outside. We aren't yet open to a live studio audience, but I think we... Might be at some point, hopefully some point soon. You can come on down and watch the show live. Jack is watching in Vulcan, Alberta. He says, I talked to Bo on the weekend, and he's in Texas until March. 
He's talking about our good friend, Bo Levi Mitchell. Well, we're going to be at the Gray Eagle for a long time. Into March. So don't worry. So, uh, listen, the invitation's there. Let's see if the Stampeders want to make it happen. John in Edmonton writes in and says, Big update out of Edmonton. Orders Brass has been in meetings most of the day. Mr. Cases aired his concerns. Brass will meet later again before a decision is made, as per Garfield. Oh, the fat cat's reporting on the orders now, Garfield? Cates is mad. Can he play goal? Randy, watching in the peg, says, Hey, Theo, Hall of Famer, on and off the ice. No doubt. Last minute. Last minute of play in the RP show. Brian Goldstrom watching in Withrow, Alberta, says, Theo Fleury, at bat, August 2008, I think, he sent a photo of Theo playing pro ball here in Calgary, I guess, at Cannons Park. He says, I took family for an enjoyable afternoon till the mascot showed up. Freaked out my five-year-old daughter. That's not the mascot's fault. Uh, Jeff watching in the Energy City says, always great to hear Theo. He was the player I lived to watch on Hockey Night in Canada. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Jeff, for passing that along. And we just passed it along. So that'll do it. Thanks to Theron Fleury and Jeff Reinbold. It'll be a Calgary flair all week long and for the week ahead. Thanks to you for tuning in, and we'll see you tomorrow live from the Gray Eagle at noon Eastern here on Game Plus TV and YouTube. You screwed up, Clark! For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.